Texas Wedge. Texas Wedge. Just keep running out of them. I love them. I will never not be a fan of those. And whether or not people do or not know. Magic car path ride, everybody. <laughs> We're back. Hey, y'all. Hello to YouTube land. Yes, we are together again. We'll probably talk about how it's going to be our last show, just like we did in the last two or three. Yeah. It will. It won't. We'll see. The convenience of it is just too easy. Yeah. But nonetheless, my, myself, Zach Malosh. Ryan Westfall. How you doing? Directly in front of me. Cool. Uh, for those of you just joining, yeah. again, we are the Magic Car Path Ride. Uh, a show for golf. Yeah. A show for low to mid handicappers like ourselves, uh, between the group of friends. Yeah. Um, fans of golf like ourselves. Um, that's why we started the show. But now we're not golfing. No our, one's golfing. Our audience... <laughs> Our audience is broad, and now um, it encompasses anyone who has been uh, affected, not infected, (laughs) well, maybe infected, but affected by the quarantine of the coronavirus. So if you've been affected by this uh, virus in any way, then you should tune into the show just to get updates and, you know, a lot of information or a lot of opinions with limited to some information. Provided and, by yours truly. Yeah. And, and to, you know, to smooth it out for the people, when you say affected, I mean, you're that means if you're at home watching this or listening to this, you're home because you can't go to work anymore. Yeah. Because of this stupid fucking coronavirus. Well, I, some people can. I can. That I is got the, true. I got the cops called on, on us. We got the cops called on us. Really? At work. Wow. Somebody called the cops on us, and they showed up, and they're like, what are, you, are you guys allowed to be working? Which I just, I'm fascinated by that. That somebody called the police because they saw us. Like, of all the shit I've done in my life to get the cops called on, going to work generated uh, the cops to show up, make sure that we were good. And we were good. <laughs> and we <Yeah>. were good. <laughs> wrong. We had laminated bags shoved in their face. What's up, motherfucker? Essential. Well, that's good. At least you had that going for you. Uh, we were, At least we're, you're able to go to work. Hey, man, we're 10 people in like uh, uh, 11,000 square feet, man. It, w- a 1,000 square f- feet per person is how we're spaced out. And we oh, use wow. that space. Oh, wow. <laughs> we, no, I mean, like as far if you want to set up an example of how to social distance yourself while operating a business, this is it. There's wipes everywhere. People wash their hands. Like, I, you know, this, this lady is just cleaning tables constantly in the kitchen, just all the time even snapped at me for almost sitting at one of the little plastic tables just on my lunch for because it wasn't cleaned yet right so if that's the way you want to operate that's the way you got to operate if you want to do anything that's how we should be living at home right now technically cleaning everything I cleaned the bathroom today yeah that's good I did it needs to be disinfected they said the number one nasty spot is the the handle oh yeah toilet oh wow yeah yeah. It's kind of really. Kind of, you mean the thing I touch right after I shit? That thing's dirty. <laughs> yeah, that thing. <laughs> I know you wouldn't think wow, of it. Wow, mind blowing. I, <laughs> I did. I thought of that instantly. Yeah. Um, Cheers, bro. 
Cheers. What are we doing? Are we doing the JMO? Are we doing whatever? I got a ridiculous. I got a ridiculous amount of beverages going on. Let's do both. Let's do a swig of this. Three lined up here. Water and coffee in the knapsack. Let's do do one more for Jack because these are the Jack cups. If anybody's watching, these are Jack and Grave cups. See that? Do you see that, Radio Land? So, I wanted to talk about the Masters today. The Masters. Moment of silence for the sweet sound of the Masters intro. Wow, okay. Wow, friends. Thank you for being with us. God. Anyways, before I get too deep on Nance, I wanted to follow up on a few things from our last show. Okay. Um, We were talking about my amount of holes that I played in a day. the, The three rounds, 54 holes in a day. The most amazing accomplishment, man, that I, th- I thought about later. I wanted to drop it. Eric Burns. Local boy, Burnsy. Yeah, speak on this, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He, uh, he went on um, an epic journey to be able to accomplish a Guinness Book of World Records of most holes played in a day in 24-hour time period. Do you remember the number of holes he played in 24 hours? Oh, I don't remember. I think you, it was like eight. Bro, dude, it was a lot. You should remember. It was like three hundred, right? Three, 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 or something like that. Four twenty, bro. That's right. Dude played four hundred and twenty holes in a twenty-four hour time period. You know, it's whatever o'clock in the morning when they when they shoot the gun, and he's sitting there with his with his clubs and his running shoes, and he's got his ball teed up to drive. Boom! Clock starts. Hits a ball. Throws the driver in his back. Sprints. Runs to the ball. Throws it back out, takes the club, uh, think about it, uh, hit the ball, put the shit in the bag, run up, get the wedge, get the putter, chip the ball, putt it, great, get, okay, get the bag, go. Did that for 420 holes, solid, for 24 hours. What like, the amount of endurance that, that 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 takes to be able to get that done, fuck the golf, fuck, like, shooting all those shots. Right. Just moving your body for 24 hours straight, nonstop, like, aggressive, athletic, it's insane, man. At what point do you not keep score? Like you, you weren't. He wasn't keeping. He was keeping, keeping score. score. I think score. he had a little crew. He had a you crew. Probably had a guy him. keeping score the whole. Yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's a good point because like that's just one more thing. Like writing it down on the paper and all that. I mean, you got to have like maybe that. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Maybe he did it all. I don't know. So let's say there was. I would. I would want to know if someone took score. I would just want to know these two things. I'd want to know the score of the first round, and I'd want to know the score of the last round. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How about, yeah, how many rounds? Uh, uh, I don't want to even do the math, but whatever that is. I forget what it was. They broke it down. 18, it's like, yeah, 50 or something. I don't know, whatever. My math is super. You know um, what's crazy is um, on KMBR, they they brought it up the other day. So when he first did it, KMBR was like, oh, you know, boom, 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 boom. I think it was uh, Polly Mac was like, oh, my God. Yeah, Murph and Mac were all over it. they were all over it golf and running yeah so anyway um but the other day rod brooks brought it up i think and they didn't even they brought up him doing like a triathlon or whatever and like how crazy he was and he did a a similar thing with just running yeah well or whatever yeah but they didn't bring up the golf one and i was kind of bummed because like the golf one is kind of intense maybe they had just brought it up earlier because that's the biggest one and he did whoa he trained like he trained for months and months and months just to be able to be in the shape to be able to do that. Yeah. And the speed golf is like that. That would be cool, man. I, I would love to try for that, but I'm, nobody's beating that record ever, bro. Ever. The speed golf is nuts. That's um, I know. Uh, 
I shouldn't say it, but a certain uh, vlog cast that I watch, one of the first episodes I watched was um, a speed golf thing. And um, I was like, what the hell? This guy's crazy. Yeah. This guy's just going to randomly try the speed golf thing because people have been doing it, you know? But he yeah. did it. And I forget how quick he played. I think he did 18 holes, I think. In like how I think long? Nine. Oh, he did it in like 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg does it. I would love to test that out, man. I would love to test that out to see how long it would take to be able to run through a golf course and play that fast and just to see if it would work. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. We should do it one day. You just get a little travel bag. and I'll tell you what. I've heard, if if anything, that it's like super cool because you always go to your ball. Yeah. Kinda, you know? I, I think it's, it's in part to my theory with when you uh, push guard it. Yeah. You kind of... Uh, Go naturally gravitate towards your ball. Yeah, yeah. You know, in in the sense that um, if you don't have a cart, you don't want to hit it towards the cart because yeah. you don't. Have, you know what I mean? A cart just a cart would actually, I think, be faster in the real world. Like you know, but you can't do it with a cart. That defeats the purpose. But that'd be fun to do in a cart too. I bet you wow, could do you it even faster. An interesting point. Yeah, I don't. I, would it be faster? You just, as you're like, you put on. You know the one, the ones that have the little click brake. You put on the click brake, and as it's slowing down, you're jumping out of your car. You're grabbing the club you need. You're stepping behind it. You even get a chance to take a breath, and you're just not running for 18 holes. Like that's true sprinting shit. You're running five miles, dude. I I want to say just getting out of the cart and trying to grab your clubs, not doing that and just running and just grabbing the club is way quicker. Oh shit! You, this smells like a challenge, bro. Do you want to have a Whoa. speed golf competition? Let's do it. Where you run and I cart. Because I love running. I run a lot. Oh shit! Nike v Adidas. Because I've always challenge. wanted to do it, but that makes more sense. Because let's do it, bro. I'm let's on. do it. Um, I got. As soon try as to figure any out golf course around here is open, let's do it. Because yeah. that's the way. Social distancing. Like I've been saying, bro. I just update on um, my my busted knee that I busted skate. It's not even busted anymore. It's good. I can play golf. I could run. Uh, you got Maybe me st- not yet. I, I'm you, not going to be stupid, but it's there, man. The healing process has been quick. Recently. You got me stewing now. Yeah. I, now, I don't know. I'm no. not ready enough to go put on the skates and go hockey it up, but golf, man, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. That, I just, was, yeah. that was fun today. Um, no, uh, I don't want to stray away from that. Let's yeah. let's definitely do that sooner than later. Challenge challenge accepted. Um, For real. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Hey, did you hear... Uh, Public service announcement by um, Guar. Okay. Uh, you know Guar? Yeah. You know Guar? Of course. Fucking Guar. Um, the aliens that were sent down from space to kill us all with rock and roll. That Guar. Um, they did a little um, shelter in place P- a public service announcement on fu- CNN, bro. <laughs> CNN really? had Guar, the wow. band. They pop up like that now and again. Yeah. I've yeah. seen them on something like that before. They're insane. They're insane. They're I've seen them live once. Have you seen Guar live? Shout out oh. to Steven Stink Miller. He turned me on to Guar yeah. at a very young age. And yeah. um, they kind of rock live. I've seen them live once. Well, of course they rock live, man. They're a fucking metal band, bro. It was good. I mean, theatrically, it was a great show. Yeah, if, if you're not familiar, they dress up like absolute monsterish clown, demon, like evil, just insane. And playing music in that, like, all that shit on. What was the football monster thing back in the day? The stuffed animals that were football monsters. Oh, oh yeah, that's what they look like. Like, like my pet monster? No, no, wait, no, no. Was it my pet monster? I think there was only. I think my pet monster was it, and there was only happened to be one football guy. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, 
But anyway, it looks like that, but like more medieval texture on everything. Yeah. But anyway. I remember there was a chicken guar that would like pee on the crowd, bro. Really? Yeah. Just V scissors just back on the crowd, dude. Just insane. That's crazy. Speaking of peeing on the crowd, um I told this story the other day into music real quick because this is what the show is, right? Golf There's music. no directive. When we talk about the masters, we talk about the masters. Otherwise, it's just free form, bro. Go, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. So um, I told the story the other day because somebody asked me about something, and I forget what it was. But I saw, um, but this band came up in particular. I saw Green Day for like ten dollars at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium with my dad. Um, at the end of the show, it turns out he lost his keys, and we had to get a ride from a cop to the Bart Station and get picked up. Days, no cell phones, no nothing. Cop didn't even want to take us. Anyway, if you've ever been to, um, no, it wasn't Bill Graham. Henry J. Kaiser. Oh, The Henry wow. J. Kaiser Auditorium in um, Oakland. So, yeah, the, the police were not too friendly to pick anybody up and take them to the BART station. That's oh, what it was. Yeah. Anywho, <clears throat> saw them for 10 bucks. It was right when Dookie came out. They were huge. About to be even huger, but they were huge. How old were you? Uh, Man, dude. Fifth or sixth grade. So when I was in sixth grade, which would mean you were in like third or fourth grade, fourth, third, probably I got third, a Thrasher fourth. in the mail through oh. my subscription. In that shit was a Dookie sticker. Mm. The album had. I remember. Just, I got the Dookie sticker. Out. Yeah, I remember that. And it was crazy because I I, I actually had it just that said sticker. Dookie too. It was nothing. There it was, was no, no it was the Green Day Dookie. It was the exact right, right, album right. cover. And nothing. Yeah, no, no, no CD or nothing. There was no like ad that. with them or nothing. Just or, yeah. a sticker. And then uh, I put that shit on my binder. And, and like a year and a half later, like literally when I was in eighth grade, the album came out and I was like, that's a trip. I didn't, even, I think I still had that binder and I think I brought it out of, out of retirement. It's the one with the, um, it was green and then it did have the little, uh, white poop. with green. It was, yeah. It had the little like fly. And poop. it had the little town, which was probably. Oh, so it had the, the little header of the, yeah, of it the, did. Of it did. Tol- it was, it was yeah. Cover. So anyway, um, we go out there and green day again, I'm probably whatever age and. My dad takes me out there, and he's smoking a bowl. We're just watching the show. But the first, there was a band, and then the second band came on, which was theirs, Buddies, which I come to find out later on that uh, on, in a different town, they were like, that band's not playing. And Green Day was like, if this band doesn't open for us, we're not playing in your town, right? Because they were just a big-ass town in the Midwest, and this is why I tell you that. So I am 10, 11 years old, and... The band Pansy Division comes on stage. Yes. Pansy Division. Um, the best of my memory is there was a lot of people on stage, shit ton of people on stage, and at some point, somebody came out with a ginormous dildo. <laughs> okay, and at that point in my life, I've been to reggae shows. I've been to all kinds of shows. So I, I've been um, to shows where they bring out like a giant joint, you know what I mean? And like it's just bigger than the earth, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Somebody's Cypress smoking Hill. it. Th- that type shit, right? Yeah. Seen at a reggae show one time, whatever. This so, is not Cypress Hill concert. This was definitely not a Cypress Hill concert. So they came out with a giant penis, and at some <sighs> point, one guy ignites it, and it just shoots out all this white confetti and like cream cheese Boom. and cottage cheese all Take over that the crowd. crowd. And um, my dad uh, just kind of looked over at me as he's smoking a bowl, and he was like. Hey, these guys are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> a little after that, Green Day came on. Uh, 
quick little funny Green Day story with that show. Uh, the whole show was $10, and they came out, and um, they played 10 songs, and Billy Joe said, $10, 10 songs, we're out of here. And the lights shut down, they walked off stage, and then the spotlight shut on, and he walked back out and said, just playing. Ha ha. <laughs> and they played for like another hour and 40 minutes. Yes. So um, it was like, it was the Dookie tour, but it was the end of Dookie tour. Um, a couple of the songs that were coming off Insomniac were being played live for the first time. Yeah. So essentially their second album, we heard their three singles before yeah. they were even recorded. Because they just busted them I got my hands anyway, on a, sorry. I got my hands on a VHS of Green Day playing live in New York. And I forget who I was got it, it from. It was the MTV uh, series, I think it was correct? the MTV yes. live oh, in no, New York. It was uh, Chicago, actually. Maybe it was Chicago. It was Chicago, though. I know which one you're talking about. Is he wearing like a white shirt? Like a, I don't know. No, he's wearing an all black Dickies outfit. I don't know if it's, that's the one. So the one I'm talking about. It was just recorded from TV, but in any case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I have the same thing that I recorded off yeah. TV, too. Anyway, go ahead. Love that shit. I just watched that a lot. Uh, that one, album was that album was fire. I, I didn't really care for much they did after that, to be perfectly no. honest. But Dookie was, Dookie was a part of my life, man. I heard their song, and yeah, Dookie's, Dookie. Dookie's one you can go back and listen to all the time. Um, I heard their new song on the radio the other day, and I was like, wow, that sucks. Yeah. and it, I mean, whatever, but that sucks. I only got one Green Day story it. to finish it up, which we spent way too Let's long do it, on Green man. Day, but, but it's worth it's it. Because we brought this up before when Phil and I uh, went to the same Chili Peppers concert when we were 14 years old. <laughs> right, that's Not right. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We weren't friends yet, but we were both. that was both of our first concert. Correct. yeah. So Eber and I are waiting what for- What was the bill, actually? Yeah. The, name oh, the bill. Oh, the bill. Oh, listen to this. Funny story in itself. The bill was amazing. Weapon of Choice started off. Now, Weapon of Choice is like a funky funk band. They're, they're, they're the closest thing. When people say funk band, they usually don't know what they're talking about, but they were a legit funk band. They were like modeled after George Clinton, P-Funk, you know, Parliament style. The crowd did not want that. The crowd wanted madness, right? And this is this is where it will lead to. You'll remember this. They got booed, bro. Weapon of Choice was getting booed by the mm, crowd. It was it was anxious. People were uncomfortable. People wanted to mosh, right? They did mm. their shit. Ever and I were feeling it. We're like, dude, they got a horn section. Like, this is tight. <laughs> they love their name. And then then they just kind of you know fizzled out. And I, they they maybe even stopped earlier because they were kind of getting like you know it's just bad vibes. So then the Toadies came on next. Toadies. The Toadies. Who we've opened for? Yeah, we opened for Toadies. Wow. And. I'll never forget because so their set was hard, bro. But that crowd was so receptive to anything at all that it was probably the gnarliest mosh pit I've ever been in was the Toadies because it's just the it was a situational man. Weapon of Choice just like didn't do it for the crowd, and then the Toadies came on and brought some pretty good energy. The crowd was insane. I just got moved around like a wave, got my shin stepped on, like you know, I think I threw up like later from being like exhaustion and dehydration but it was the most epic thing ever anyways chili peppers crushed it ever and i are waiting for his mom and she's like fashionably an hour and a half late to pick us up we're at the cow palace dude just sitting out in the cold as fuck hunters Shout point the cow palace we played there holy goodness dude just it's it sucks we're waiting but as we're waiting we're standing there on the street and we look down as this jeep cherokee's coming up and these two teenage girls are just screaming their mind, like out of their mind, like, oh, yeah, like losing their mind. And we're just like, what the fuck's going on? And as the car drives up, Billy Joe is just sitting shotgun in this Jeep Cherokee. Wow. And he's got this weird so look on cool. his face and he got the window down a little bit. And I look straight at him and I'm looking at the chicks and I'm like, 
man, those are some crazy ass bitches, huh? Just some 14 year old on the street. And he just was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And just smiled a little bit and was like, yeah. And then drove off. I was like, wow. Ever and I were just losing our mind. That's pretty cool. So there's that. Green Day. Well, shot the Green Day. Shit. Um, we'll come back to some other. Um, Speaking of green. Cool. Um, and day. Yes. Can we just get into the Masters, man? Can we talk about it at well, least? I was gonna, uh, yeah, I was going to digress. I thought you were going to say, can we smoke a bowl, which I'm oh, kind of oh. partial to right now. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll get into that later. But yeah. 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 We'll get back into some other mosh pit stories because uh, yeah. I, I, you, you started bringing up some fucking memories in my head. But anyway, <sighs> sorry, I just got carried away, man. I figured I'd take it back away to golf from just... the Masters. Yes, we did. Yes, the Masters. It's coming Friends. up. The ladies are. The ladies is usually going on about this time. I did find out today. That the did you see the Masters schedules released for November? November. What's so, gonna like? What's gonna be like to see Augusta in the fall? That, I asked my lady the same question. I was like, dude, this is two weeks after your birthday. Like, yeah. we, 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 What a trip right before Christmas. Well, and, and I'm, I asked her, and I was like, I'm going to bring this up today. What do you do? You play the next year's Masters right after that? Do you only... Do, I this, don't know. At this point, do you only have the majors? At The way we're looking at it, the end of this year is going to be insane with critical golf tournaments. Like all the tournaments that are set for those times i think are just going to get pushed aside and if you could get the four majors and the players and the fucking match play and the world golf championships or some of those more marquee tournaments you just got to cram it all into the winter whenever we're good to go line them all up in order of importance or whatever whatever just play the ones that count people want to see the masters and it's weird because the u.s open is postponed masters postponed and what about the, all the people? What about all the amateurs that are trying to qualify for the U.S. Open right now? What I mean, about all the guys like me and you that are seven handicaps? Or no, excuse me, what is it? Four and under handicaps that are qualifying for the U.S. Open right now that aren't going to qualify now. Yeah, well, because I'll tell you what, right now at Ruby Hill is typically when they're doing the U.S. Open qualifications. I don't know how they're going to pick Never and choose more. those. I say do all the majors. Yeah, I say a good move. You know. To, they're not gonna, but the, the open is already canceled. They they cancel cancel. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, what I should say is, um, when they pick up the season, if they're gonna pick up um, the Masters in November, then right after that, you play the next major, you play the the British Open, and mm-hmm. then you come back around and you do the U.S. Open and so forth. Well, the P, uh, the most because you're starting off with the Masters because when you finish that, then it's Masters time. I'm telling uh, that's the, the thing I'm getting at is in six months it's Masters season. Yeah. But you're you're not gonna you're only gonna get the three majors because those are the three U.S. I mean you got the USGA for the Open, you got the uh, PGA for the PGA, and you got Augusta for the Masters and its so own we already, separate thing. We already did the, the uh, RMA is not gonna let the um, British Open or the Open Championship go. It's just canceled. So the most we could do is the well, three. Because ma- I'd be after July anyway. Right? Well, yeah. it's not a timing thing. It's just that I, for some reason or another they just decided to just cancel it instead of postpone it. So whatever. Oh, so is there like a thin line with between postponement and postponing? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I know that, but I I, I know it, when you spell it out, that's yeah. what it means. But um, Shaw, you can't just get like you can't just wow. So, the, I, so what I'm know, just trying to fathom is is that other people were smart enough to just to postpone their tournaments, but the open was like we're just gonna cancel it. Well, here's an idea. Is that being, what you're saying? Here's an idea of being smart. Boris Johnson, the, the 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 leader of the UK or their their 
president or prime minister, sorry, I forgot the terminology, that guy a few weeks ago decided that even though coronavirus was going crazy, he still was going to make public appearances and shake everybody's hand. <laughs> and so he shook everybody's hand, like going around and around. And, make, and people were like, you shouldn't do this. And he's like, I don't care. Fuck it. Fucking daddy mates like that. Shaking hands. Well, guess where he is right now? In the In intensive care ICU wow. for coronavirus. So, Fuck. you know, that's what happens if you, you take it in too early. I don't know. I don't know. So maybe the UK is smarter and decided, well, because that happened, maybe we should pull out of this thing altogether. Because think about it, dude. If they start running baseball season and throwing up golf tournaments and then people get infections coming from those places, you know, you're not you're not flattening the curve. You're increasing the curve. And then you just can't – they just can't do that. Their baseball just announced today, bro, that they're thinking of starting as early as May. And it just blows my mind that, like – as much as I want sports back, I'm not expecting anybody to give a time frame like when they're going to start right now. It's not really realistic, you know? There's this... Um, it's funny you say that because there's this show that I watched the other day um, called Containment on Netflix. Uh, don't watch that. On, gonna... Don't watch that on hallucinogens. I'll say that right now. Just straight up. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't want to break the ice that bad, but don't do it. 3 a.m. Okay. I, wa- I was watching it, but that was a big thing right there. To what you were just saying it was a huge huge factor um they they were because it takes place in atlanta so yeah. they were saying like so only a portion of the it's like san jose's quarantine and then the rest of atlanta is not right is. or the rest of california whatever it was but so they were still going to have a braves game so yeah. it was weeks they figured out that they just quarantined this side of town they could still have a braves game and people were like should we do it and we talked about the last episode where we we're like would you go to a game this week if they said we're good? Yeah. Would you jump in a swimming pool if you knew that there was a peeing section at in some part of the pool? No. <laughs> right. No, you wouldn't. No. Unless you're kinky like that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. But that and again that brings us back to the masters and kind of something we said like last the week. The masters. Like, what could you do? Like you couldn't even. I mean, I know they picked November. That's fine, whatever. But like, yeah. you couldn't do it. Tell you, you know what, what, man. I mean? I'm not. I. I. We I'm, broke down all the scenarios. You couldn't do it. As far as me and the Masters, my personal connection. Oh, Crusty bitch missed the cut again <laughs> for the second year in a row. Shut the fuck up. Number one player in the world, uh, like a thousand point leader on the FedEx Cups. I'm going to win the FedEx Cup. I'm going to get three more wins. Probably win the U.S. Open at Pebble. Crushing it. But I just can't make the cut at the Masters, bro. But here you were talking shit, dude. They're like, oh, oh, I can't even, dude. Every like, what am I gonna do? He playing the season's over. You can't even get past the fucking I get, Masters. Now I gotta play an entire <laughs> season just to play. Give it one more crack at the wow. Masters, bro. That's sick, though. That's you know, uh, my my PlayStation blew up. I'm so, so bummed. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I did watch some um, in gearing up for the Masters. I watched the Masters favorites. So what's your favorite Masters. moments? Wait, wait, hold on. You watched the 70, 1970? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I won't give them a shout out, but I, I was listening to a podcast and they shot out that one. And I want to watch that one and a different one. Watch 86, bro. Watch the final cool. round of 1986. I watched a little bit of that today. Can I tell you why I watched the 70s one? Yes. Because there was a quote where they said, and this is, if you listen to this show, you'll, you'll hear who I listened to. But they said, I couldn't believe that... The PG, uh, I don't want to say PJ. I couldn't believe the telecast of golf could get any worse than that than it is now. 
Anyway, this is back in 1970 when like, literally, if when they went to film somebody that was too far, they would just go to a blank screen. Yes. And it would just say, we'll be back soon. And then it would come back. And they you could still hear the telecast, right? Like you, or you could still hear the people talking. 70, so, bro. So, to be honest with you, being into film and recording and all that stuff, I was more intrigued because of that quote to watch the 1971. And I was not disappointed. Well, live was difficult back then. They had, <coughs> they had to chop stuff up, man. Oh, stupid. Um, so, I'm sorry. What was your question again? Uh, what? No. what are my favorites? Yeah, just what, what's Do your, I have a favorite? Did you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite master moment? I don't have a lot, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you mine really quick. Uh, Adam Scott. Yeah. In the ring. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Wait. Who, yeah, it was in the ring. Wasn't Adam Scott? No, nah, that's wasn't. Yeah, that was. Didn't the, we talk about this before? I think no, you're, we think, didn't. you're not. You're not thinking of Sawgrass, right? The players. No, I'm thinking of Augusta. Okay, was it raining? Yeah, I think it was raining. At 2013, the end of it. right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Props to Adam Scott, man. I, I, well, at the end of the round, because I remember his pictures. It was dark, and it oh. was like raining in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah, right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah. My bad. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, that was epic, dude. He's the only, uh, he's the only Aussie man. Ah, that's a good one. Uh, Bubba's, Bubba's is my ultimate favorite. Really? Ultimate favorite. Because I don't know why. Freaking banana shot that he. That uh, shot. That's that's the only thing I remember from Bubba's. That shot out of the. The pine. banana shot. I mean, dude. unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But. That whole weekend for him, the story going into it and out of it, and the tears and pancakes, the pancakes, the whole Bubba. I mean, okay, first of all, Bubba is kind of one of the most hated in a sense. Yeah, ish at that time, mainly. And anyway, catapulted out of that one. Yeah, um, he looked good in white too. Looked great. Oh yeah. man. So that that's one of my favorite wins. Like yeah. the whole weekend for him too was amazing. Um, my it's not a top. These are no top ones or threes. My next favorite one was um, Tiger Woods last year. Yeah. Out of all the Tiger wins, for me, out of all the Tiger wins, last year's Masters was the best. The best. Hundred percent. I brought it up in another show. It was the best. Yeah. We're talking all the scrutiny, everything. Come back, get another jacket. You know what I mean? He was up for it this year, too. But anyway, Tiger, um, with all that, my mom being there, uh, her hating on Tiger the whole time. Yeah. No, yeah. it was good. It was good. That's probably the best moment in golf ever. Like, just It sounds stupid to say, but... It was the comeback. It's the comeback of the century, man. It's number one. Uh, and I'm, I, I put together a nice little list of all kinds of Masters moments, man. Did you? Let me yes, hear it. Bro. Well, break them down. Oh, wow. That's, down. A big, that's a big list. Yeah, it's break big it down. List, break it down. It's a big list. But give it, me, uh, you know what? It, no, but give me every single one, and then so you're I just quick to do break a, down. But you, you yeah, I will. I, I wanted to do a top ten, but I realized it's just it's too. I I ended up doing a top ten. I'm just breaking out some some honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Scott winning was my my the first one I want to mention in order, like number ten, just because which we touched on. Yeah, which we touched that's on. A, man. That's a good one. That's good um, one. Greg Norman, by the way, he is going to end up popping up in this list so many times because of how many times he's just failed. 
uh, to win. <laughs> he's had so many opportunities. He's come runner-up so many times. Uh, but the, I wanted to mention Ben Crenshaw in 95, man. The super emotional win. Uh, he had just lost his uh, longtime sw- swing coach, uh, Harvey Pennick. Just died like a uh, f- couple days. He just went to the funeral. So that was an, an inspirational, emotional wow. win for, for Crenshaw. And that guy, dude, you know, golf, you know, Ben, gentle Ben, dude, just the most, like, nicest dude ever. Um, then I got uh, number eight, uh, Jose Maria Olatabo in 99. A year before, this dude was potentially never going to walk again. He had some sort of weird foot, like, ailment or something. This is 99? 99. 99. I'm gonna have to watch that tonight, dude. It, I don't know if it's if it's playing on YouTube, but um, I'm sure it's there. This, if I can he, find the 1970 Masters, I'm sure I can find the 1999 Masters. It was right? just dope. Yeah, I mean, for Ole, dude, Ole Double, classic guy, dude. Great short iron player, just like just solid. You know, not the longest hitter, but tee to green, so solid. But yeah, he was told he was never gonna walk. Maybe you know, definitely never golf. Thinking about living life in a wheelchair, got some operation, got shit together, and a year and a half later. Wins a green jacket, dude. Just amazing. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah. Larry Mize. Larry Mize. Ooh, yeah. Remember the chip-in, dude? Shout out to 98 Tiger Woods. Yep, dude. This was... Uh, <laughs> where was uh, Larry Mize? I, for, I forget that. I didn't put the year down. But that was the, the classic one where he chipped in and ran around to beat Greg Norman in a playoff. <laughs> Norman was just poised to win yet another green jacket and uh, gets into a playoff. Larry Mize is from the Atlanta area. Uh, he's a Georgia boy. And so basically local boy at Augusta and he chips in to beat Norman in a playoff. Um, and then we got to go to my boy Faldo. Nick Faldo's got three green jackets. And I shit you not, he has allowed somebody to choke every single time he's gotten a green jacket. I wonder if he <laughs> has some trouble sleeping knowing that somebody kind of coughed it up and gave it to him. Granted, he's, you know, not not too much. I'm not trying to bag on Faldo too much. But uh, so in 1989, uh, Scott Hoke has a tap-in in a playoff. First hole. Misses a tap-in, like a, a one-and-a-half-footer. And Faldo wins a green jacket. Uh, Ray Floyd chokes and hits one into the water a few years later. Or the next year. The next year, the very next year, he's the only dude to, uh, since, uh, what's his name, since Ben Hogan win consecutive Masters. Uh, Floyd on the last like the hole hits one into the water, makes bogey, Faldo wins a green jacket. And then you had the 1996, the epic Greg Norman meltdown <laughs> when he's got a six-stroke yeah, lead yeah. I saw and he ends up recently. losing by five, dude, to Nick Faldo. So, man, Greg Norman... He's just got to hate on Faldo, bro. Well, okay. A couple shout-outs here. Yeah. If you're playing the drinking game, a couple shout-outs here. Please. Uh, Shout-out to Nick Faldo waving to us at uh, Pebble Beach when he was on a jog with his wife. He's got some ham hocks, dude. Great legs. Great legs. Yeah. Um, huge calves. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. But honorable mention goes to Greg Norman for the fabulous golf course in Livermore, Wente Vineyards. Oh, yeah, yeah. The There's a couple great shots of him probably playing there the first time that it was built and whatever. But um, great wine, great vineyards. We've uh, brought that up before. We love Greg Norman, man. The shark, man. I wish he won those jackets instead of Hoke, Mize, and uh, and and uh, Faldo or, or whatever. 
Well, I'll tell you what. The year that Mize won, we needed a Norman win. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you that much. We did. Yeah. Um, Greg Norman. Man, uh, speaking of Faldo, yeah. um, Henrik, I think it was Henrik Stenson? I believe. He never won it. No, but um, Masters last year, he had Faldo's caddy, uh, Fanny Sunnison. Ah. Um, Old Fanny. Swedenborn. Big fat Fanny. She from, was such a lovely man. From 90 to 99, she was um, Faldo's caddy, yeah. which I didn't particularly pay any attention to. I didn't know. Um, when I saw her caddying last year or the year before, whenever he had her there, um, she had her um, sleeves rolled up on her legs. And I, I noticed that it was a female, and I was like, wow, like, is Augusta going to take that? Like, you know what I mean? It, I, no personal opinion here. I'm just, I was, with the no, elegance of mind. the masters, and I was, I was very surprised. Look at guy you. or gal. Dress code enforcer. Guy or gal that somebody didn't walk out and tell her to roll her sleeves down on her pant leg. Yeah. I would imagine, um, since it was a female, that they'd let that go. And yeah. if it was a male, they'd be like, you need to put your pan legs down. What if they were to rock it like Spencer Fujimoto, Chad Muska, circa 98, where one pant leg was hitched oh. up, but so, the other one was down? So I'll tell you yeah. this. She had the perfect Gershon. Oh, yeah. She had the perfect what, Gershon. sweaty-ass shin? <laughs> yes. The, <laughs> the Augusta, the Augusta sun. But she had the perfect Gershon fold all oh. the way just above yep. the shin bone. Gershon did Above it. the calf. Um, Gershon. Anyway, that dude sweated more than Patrick Ewing. So, <laughs> so <laughs> from the free throw line. <laughs> Seriously, man. Um, but yeah, so shout out to her because she was there for a couple, a couple huge wins for Faldo. Pro. And it's a, it's an underlying story that not a doesn't get a lot of attention. Well, let me. But- it did last year when Stenson had her as a caddy, though. Did you see that caddy documentary? Uh, the one that Bill Murray put out. Yes. Uh, Loopers. Yes. I've watched bits and pieces. Of okay, it. so the, I you just you got to segue into this perfect because it, it is important to Augusta. Um, caddies are immensely important as far as being able to win a tournament. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with Augusta is up until I forget the year, but they would only use Augusta caddies. All the pros would use Augusta caddies. And when Nicholas and when Palmer and when Gary Player, when all these guys were winning, it was because they were using Augusta caddies. Correct. And that happened actually for longer than anywhere, just like in Augusta form. They kept that tradition running for a little bit longer than they probably should have, like many other traditions that Augusta kept running longer than they should have. <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, Correct. the importance of a caddy is just insanely, incredibly huge. Um, and, and like being able to know how to win. They did the same thing in the Open. When different players like Tom Watson, Tom Watson would go to play courses in, in the UK at the Open, and he would just suck balls. And then as soon as he got a caddy to like that is a local caddy, he won two damn things. Right. Like that's it's well, just huge, man. Uh, look at Jackie um, Willie Peterson. Yeah, for the for Augusta for that Augusta was his, that was his caddy for Augusta for years. Yeah, well that was wasn't it in nineteen eighty six too? Oh, uh, did they yes. keep that shit? Was um, it? 
There was a point where his, I think, sons. I should know this. Quick. I was watching it, yeah. while, but I was not really paying attention. I didn't. I didn't catch. I, it's funny. We're talking about the same thing. But we'll uh, we'll but get we to the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the funny thing is, is let's just perfect segue because that's my number five. Is is Jack in 1986? Um, but real quick before I get into Jack, they also talk about Bannon Dunes on this Looper's doc, and uh, the importance of a caddy running out there, and and and, and it's a great shout out. Shout out to Tubbs. I hope you're listening to yeah. the show, Tubbs. You hope he is too, like man. Times. I hit him up about it, and I didn't hear any uh, response. Yeah, uh, Willie Peterson, uh, on the back for Nicholas, um, 63, 65, 66, 72, 75, and uh, they worked together until 83. I think the 86 one was when his son actually was on the bag. You're right. Jackie. You know what? And Remember, he was Jackie like, was... that's in. Remember, that's that famous that's story. right, dude. Because he was like, no, that one's in. The moment I kept thinking about was from 70 or 75 or whenever he won the last one when uh, when Willie jumps out in the air. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes, the one yes, when he yes, makes yes, that yes, bomb yeah. that I think is an eagle or birdie putt on 17 or whatever it was. But Yeah. But yeah, so the, clutch, I think the dude. one that he won in 86 with his, with, uh, his son. Yeah. Well, mistaken. I mean, you know what? I got to tell you this. This is That's the second most epic comeback in the game of golf potentially in the game of sport because i i honestly i'm, well, I'm gonna bring it up again because it's my number that. one you know spoiler alert but tiger's most recent win is not only the most epic masters win ever i think it's the most epic golf win ever and i honestly can make an argument that it's one of the most epic sports wins ever because you're talking about the best of the best of the best of his particular sport completing it full circle so before i even get there going back to jack dude that was the second most insane comeback. of. I mean, like that dude won 10 years prior, 10 years removed from being at the peak of your profession and then coming back and winning the ultimate championship is like, is the most storybook fairy tale shit ever. You can't do that in any other sport like yeah, you're doing golf. We, that's we, true. We talk about it a lot. Like nobody else could do that in football. You, you know, some people could do it in basketball and baseball. They come back 10 years later and win. Because, you know, baseball players play for 20 years. Like, that's that's fine. So, but there's not many examples like Jack winning. And, like, five different players had the lead at some point. Like, it was just such a, like, back-and-forth tournament. And it was uh, Jack birdies 9, 10, or 9, 10, and 11. And you're just like, oh, shit, it's on. And then I think he, he bogeys 12. And you're like, oh, okay, never mind. And the, the lead kept changing and going back and forth. Uh, and then he just went on his tear. He eagled 15. Mm. Makes par at 17, and then you got Seve, Norman choking it up. Of course, Norman was choking yeah. it up. I mean, that was just... Sadler was probably choking it up yeah. that day, too. Yeah. Um, he was Sadler's run- got... Speaking of sad, oh, Sadler, Sadler has so many, up. But so many fucking masters. Just Doesn't, yeah. His name doesn't even come into my head when thinking about it, man. He always comes into Sunday. But anyway, that, sorry to steal that. No, nah, man, you're right. But that... that that yellow jack shirt, the image, dude. Yes, sir. That oh, fucking man. image. Chopped in the video. Yes, sir. Oh, man, Shout out so to Jackie. Good. Shout out to Jackie right there. Look at that putting stance right there, bro. Let's do it. Let's shout How's that now, Jack? Jack? Shout out to Jack. Jack's on the cup. Jack's in the glass. This is not Jack, though. This is James. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next, bro? My boy, Jordan Speedsy. 2015 um, shoots a 64 opening round. When you fire off eight under to lead the tournament, it's kind of like 
this is yours to fuck up. Especially Jordan Spieth's 2015 was uh, on another level, dude. It was. I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I can't believe I even forgot about it. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's the mo one of the most epic. It's only five victories. years ago, but like that that just he starts off with that freaking 64. Um, Mickelson Rose, they were four back. Um, but at the end of it, so Mickelson another runner up for him. Uh, but yeah, he won. He wire to wire. Spieth had the lead all four days. Never never didn't have the lead, and just it was it wasn't the most exciting tournament because he just opened you know. Open no, the door, that was the just... year that if uh, he was going to beat, um, if he shot 21 under for the weekend, he would have beat Tiger's record. Yeah. That was that year. I was rooting for him to do it, and he almost did. He, he almost did, but he ended up shooting 19. Yeah, a little bit. Like that. Yeah, it was like Choking 18, up down, down the edge. 18, 18. Yeah, but he was there, though. He was like at 22 yeah. at some point for the weekend. 18, 19. Yeah, he was, right. he was going to beat it, and it was the lowest. And I think he still beat the youngest, lowest score for the... leading into whatever day or whatever he did. the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and then I mean, he went on to win the U.S. Open, and then he was yeah, uh, runner-up at the PGA. Um, was that the um, Was that the U.S. Open that he kind of snuck by? That was. Uh, oh, he snuck Chambers. by. You mean no, no, no that was that was, uh, that was cha- Chambers, uh, not Chambers, but Whistling Straits. Okay, so no, when, that's the one he won. Chambers, he he sort of won because DJ. Because DJ, yeah, 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 okay. So I think there was that one, and then the next one he lost. Yeah. But that I mean, just what a year, dude! What a what we could a year. be wrong too, folks. He was don't, 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 don't but I mean, us. two wins and then two runner-ups in the Open and in the PGA. That's like he was a stroke or two away from winning the Slammy, dude. And you know, then he then he kind of disappeared, bro. The but, pressure got him. Yeah, the pressure got him. <sighs> well, I'm definitely gonna miss the Masters. Um, I, I only mean, I did, did, at this. Oh, go ahead. I got one more. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, there's, go two ahead. More. there's two more. Oh, it's two more. more. Sorry, it's two more to finish it up. Number two is Tiger's win in '97, man. Because oh, well, again, that's, that's yeah. This is that's the, the elite. Though. This is the number one best player ever, dude. Yeah. And then but that's you know, the one though too. That's that's an epic one. Because he turns pro in uh, the year before, and yeah. then it's his first Masters like coming back as a pro, and he beats everybody by freaking twelve. Yeah, twelve, man, twelve stroke. That's Tom Kite runner up, by the way. And then number one was Tiger. Really? Soaring over Kite? Yeah, yeah. soaring over Kite. Uh, and number one is Tiger, bro, and just most recently. Um, yeah. Oh, I think I skipped one. I skipped the the one in 2005 when he got that chip in. Because that I, my top five are the ones that I experienced. That's why I had to go back and the look at... The chip in is, is epic. Yeah. That, that, no, that's a childhood, at this point, a childhood memory. And poor Chris DeMarco, dude. And, and not... That's the other guy I was thinking about earlier is the Chris DeMarco one, but yes, yes. um, that chip, the the chip in, and it's not it gets confused a lot with the better than most. Yeah, that was uh, that. in the, your life. Have you ever seen anything that was? This is the one that is on the Nike commercial that yes. where it just holds the Nike logo for like thirty fucking seconds, and then it finally rolls in. Could you imagine being a Nike advertising exec? Watching you just that like, tournament when you see that. Yes. Oh my. Yes. <laughs> You're slapping your wife. God, like the old nine, dude. That guys, those guys, the ad crew just got shit faced that day. Just this no, is our for best sure. thing ever. No, the lead guy was oh. yelling and screaming at his wife and kids like, "We just did it." They they were, we're in the done. studio chopping that commercial up in real Inst- time. He was like, "I'm going in, yes. and guess what? I don't have to go to work for days yeah. after this." Guess what, babe? We're buying that boat. Let's yeah, do it. for sure. For yeah. 
I don't care about sure. your affair. We're buying the boat. Everything's going to be good. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, you skipped. Uh, what's the next one? That was it. That was it, man. I, I skipped. It, huh? I skipped the chipping. That that was. Oh, oh, I did skip one more. I keep. I skipped a bunch, man. I yeah. got excited. It's okay. Phil Mickelson, man. Two thousand four. The jump, which is the now jump. his logo. The jump. Yeah. Els was looking like he was going to close that, but Phil Mickelson in his three-inch vertical leap. That was huge for me. Like that was, I watched every second of that tournament. I did too. I was with you. I think. No, I watched it with Asia Wooden, dude. Shout out to B. Oh, at, that's at the one Mickey you guys Miller's watched. That's house. right. That's right. That's right. That was that's one right. where I she actually watch watched the full. I think I watched it with Phil. But it was good. It was good for Mickelson to do that, man. No, and that's his logo now. Is that little three three inch vertical? Yeah. Jump shit you see on his shirt. Who's got a better logo, Bill Murray or Phil Mickelson? Oh man, they're one and the same. To be honest, they're pretty similar. But um, I mean, they're both equally as epic. Cause yeah. I'll tell you why. Professionally, Phil can wear that on the PGA. Bill can sell to every idiot in the world, which is us. I'm not speaking down to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. Bill. That everyone's gonna buy that. It's the tossing of the club. Yeah. Phil has the poster actually at his house. Our Phil, not Phil Mickelson. He does. But God, such a bummer, man. But November will be cool. Maybe it'll be just epic to have a, a fall Masters. Well, the hot tub comes into play in fall Masters for yes, sure. Definitely, for sure. Hot tub will come into play anytime. If we're allowed to go in a hot tub, that doesn't seem like a good thing right I now. I feel, <laughs> I feel like if the Masters is going on in November, I think we're, we're all going to be okay. But again, I didn't put the whole thing into play with as far as the whole. Um, we postponed or we canceled. Yeah, it's unclear. I, I don't. I don't think tournaments that postpone aren't going to be canceled for sure. Right, and maybe I, even the canceled tournaments might have a chance of coming back. You never know. Because could, could you kind of say like could the the open be like, whoa, we didn't know this was going to be open. Like we're going to be cool. Yeah. Can we still do it? Yeah, but that's in two months. I mean, until the have uh, three months, the old curve starts getting. A little flatter. It's really hard to. Um, it's hard to gauge. It's hard to gauge, man. I did see a guy. Um, I man, I was playing some hockey at the park today, with the cousin and the niece. But uh, when I was leaving, there was a guy chipping balls, in the middle of the park. Beautiful. I should have stopped, said, "Hey, check out the podcast." But I just gave him a little fist pump. Yeah. As I as I rolled out of the parking lot. I think I'm at that point where maybe I could do it, but my my park's not open. They're close. They she got, got the shut signs. down, huh? They Your lady blew it for everybody, huh? I guess so, man. It's not her. It's, it's them. It's us. It's everyone. It's everybody. Just so many people. God, I can't believe I got to play like another season just to get in the Masters again. But you know what? Hopefully I, I could, if I if I could log enough time. I'm back on Skate 3, though. Kind of got sick of the Tiger game. It's hard to occupy yourself right now, bro. I know. I got a fucking talk box hooked up. I got... All kinds oh, of you're weird stuff going on. Ass beats, I got, dude. You good? I I think I have a dance album coming out. Yeah, and it's just a matter of. I think in these times, like ideally, I'd be like, hey, I get different singers to be on it. But I think I'm at a point where like I need to just sing this album. Just belt it out, bro. I don't know. It's coming out too quick. It's coming, it's coming out, out too quick. quick. Um, Speaking of belting out, man, was it uh, about that time? It's way past that time. But on a yeah, one, note, one note, on a fifty-one note. Let's get out of here. Cheers, my Let's friend. Let's go, bro. Let's go. You've been here too long. Yeah. You're making my lady nervous. I got to get home. 
I gotta charge my stupid toaster oven car. <laughs> but my knee's feeling better. I'm excited. I'm ready to go get back on the board again. Let's do Are it. you ready for some roller hockey? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because that's some good social distancing right yeah, there. Totally. We, uh, me and my cousin passed it from half court today. Oh, nice. And played hockey. And I moved around a lot. Yeah. And he was on running. Did anyone call the police on you? I thought that one guy was. Bro, I got fucking receipt checked at Whole Foods, by the way. Dude came up to me after. Yeah, I bought some stuff, and then I was. She's like, "You want a receipt?" I'm like, "Nah, throw it away." And then I went to wash my hands, you know, so I could leave yeah. the store with clean hands. Like, oh god! And right as I'm walking out, dude's like, "Hey man, you got a receipt?" I just got. Blah, blah, blah. So no. what happened? I just had to be like, "No, that one in the shirt right there sold it to me." Did I said, "Throw away it? the receipt." I, I, he, I didn't. I didn't have time. I was like. I don't appreciate this, and I, it was like some it was like a hate crime. I just I am walked out. White. I, was... I do not appreciate this. <laughs> oh man, let's get out of here. Jeez, yeah, let's get out of here before God. I dig a fucking hole. Yeah, want to talk about Trump? Folks, <laughs> shout out to Cole Hammer. I'll explain that later. But Lee, uh, Lee Hammer says no. I'll just spell it real quick because it's golf. Golf. Uh, Cole Hammer. As an up-and-coming golfer, and I just happened to come across his stuff on Instagram today. And uh, he had a picture somewhere scrolled down in the middle of him and Trump playing golf together. Boo. And uh, it was funny because I was like... Unfriend. I was like, wow, I want to see what the people said because there was like a hundred and something comments. Yeah. The only one that popped up was, you're going to regret this. And, oh, and look, God. look, look, I don't care. Like, I do not care. I come from a time God. where you didn't even ask people their opinion on who they voted for. You feel me? Like, Are we really going to go here right no, now? No, we're not, because I'm going to close this out. I know people that have voted for everybody. I know Mexicans that have voted for Trump. It doesn't matter. You feel me? It doesn't matter. But, yes, that guy might regret that photo later on in life when he becomes pro and if some shit maybe goes away. You know? But I personally feel it goes hand in hand. I don't care. I'm, I'm not bringing up anything. I, it goes hand in hand. You're going to golf with Trump if you're an up-and-coming golfer from Texas. And that's what nobody... I'd say no. You're from Texas, though. Again, mm. again... Well, then, of course, I'd say yes. Yes, exactly. That's what nobody in this Wait thread realized. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jesus. And uh, so, yeah, we're not... Oh, God, again... We're not opening a can of worms, but uh, I just thought that was funny because... The- I hope the music's playing by this time. It is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so nonetheless, fucking hilarious. Another great show, my friend. Good dude. Um, Good dudes. We got more coming for y'all. That's all I got to say. Magic Car Path Ride. Shout out Terrible. to Anchor. Yeah. .fm. For all their wonderful work. That's what we did. Uh, check us out on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Magic Car Path Ride. Twitter, Facebook, all that other shit. At Magic Car Path Ride. Folks, all I can tell you in this time of pandemic is head down. Good vibes. And we out. Thanks again, everybody. 